You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. This week's episode is split into two sides. This is Side A. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to uh, an extremely special episode of Clock Radio Speakers. Um, I'm your co-host, Armand Wake Up. You can follow me on all social media at Armand Wake Up, A-R-M-O-N-D Wake Up, all one word. More important than that, please, please, please follow the official Clock Radio Speakers Twitter handle, which is at CRS Podcast. We're also on Instagram under the same name, and we're on Facebook. Uh, ClockRadioSpeakers.com is powered by Tumblr. Um, you can catch all 300 some odd episodes there. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, everywhere else you get podcasts except for you know where because you know why. And across the table from me. <laughs> yes, sir. What's going on? What's up, man? Oh, man. Uh, it's good. Everything's good. Uh, y'all can follow me on Twitter if you want. At Doc underscore beats. S not a Z. But like Armand said, just follow the show instead. But um, yeah. No, man. Everything's good. Um, you came in yesterday and we, yeah. we, we worked on some beats. And, we we uh, immediately got to the Grussel. Yes, we did. Uh, well, first we got to some barbecue. We got to some barbecue. And we then did. we got to some Grussel. Then we got to the Grussel. The Grussel was at an all-time high. That's right. And uh, yeah, like, I don't know, everything. I mean, so far, so good. Man, I'm, I'm, I think this is like long overdue for us to do a project. Doc, yeah. Doc and I have been making music together for as long as we've known each other. So that's, that's right, 17, right, right, right. 17, 16 years. Um, but to finally like sit down and create a dedicated body of work, like this is super, super long overdue. So I'm looking forward to it. It sounds amazing. Doc and I just have this really unique, um, and easy chemistry when it works, it works. When it doesn't work, it doesn't work. We, we try not to, we learn from Kairos not to overthink. We don't overthink. That's right. And, uh, we've got a, we've got a collection of stuff that's really, really dope. I'm really excited to, to put it together. Yeah, so um, we got some things to catch up on. We I was a lot to catch up on. I was away for a bit. Yeah, international doc <laughs> stamps on your passport. Check my passport. <laughs> <laughs> like, dang, this guy was gone for like three weeks. No, I was gone for like <laughs> like nine or ten days. We went to Amsterdam. We went to Belgium. We went to Germany. It was great. Uh, ate a lot of food. That's what's up. Ate a lot of fries. Yeah. Um, no, I saw beautiful scenery. It was just nice to get away. Yeah, absolutely. The weather was beautiful. It was great. That's what's up. Yeah. What's up? You, but, are you guys like rejuvenated now? Like, did you get? Yeah, sure. sure. I, you know, I'm. Be, um, so at least for me, with jet lag, flying west to east is harder than flying east. I'm sorry, west to east is easier than east to west. So the yeah. trip out that first day was rough, but after that, we were fine. On the way back. It's not a red. On the way out, they they typically have you do a red eye to mm-hmm. Europe, so you're flying overnight. Yeah. So you if you sleep a little on the plane, you wake you wake up and it's like oh it's morning. You kind of trick your body a little bit. Yeah. On the way back, you leave at like eleven and you arrive in Boston at like one. Yeah. And it's like, I was just on a plane for eight hours, but it's still midday and yeah. I don't really know what's going. Like we were a little bit more messed up by the time. But Got it. Aside from that, it was great. That's what's up. I don't. I think that some people go. They take vacation because. So like, I think the British get this right, right? They have what they they have they they have a difference between vacation and holiday. Okay. They'll say like, I'm going on a holiday. Okay. Right, and like they diff the, the different the difference between those two is like one of them is for like I'm like actively doing trips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm gonna go to this place and this museum and this old thing and this thing and this thing. Yeah. And yeah. some people want like I want to sit on a beach for a week. Yeah. And yeah. not do anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't really talk about it that way in, in the U.S. We just call it the same thing. I'm going on vacation. Yep. Some people want to chill. I, unfortunately, and Marissa is a wonderful person for putting up with this. I'm like, here's the checklist. 
You're that we, guy. <laughs> okay. I, I try to, I, we, we've, we've figured a lot out over the years where it's more like, let's plan on like one major thing each day, knock that off. And then it's like, okay, if we're feeling it, let's hear some other stuff. If not, it's cool. We're just chilling. We're chilling, go to this cafe, go back to the hotel, relax, like whatever you, whatever we got to do. Yeah. It's a nice mixture of making sure, cause you know, I'm not, there's no way I'm not going to plan. Of course. Right. But to have a little bit, you know, a little bit of spontaneity built in is a good, is a good compromise. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. That's what's up, man. Yeah. So, um, so we're back. We've got back in the building. We've got more projects than we even have time to talk about. Listen, man, I just want to like, I want to put hands and feet on hip hop. <laughs> like we've been complaining the whole year about this year being slow. And then you decide to put some stamps on your passport and they're like, he's gone. And everybody floods in. What I didn't realize was that the Grammys were going to move up their, the, the cutoff date. Yeah. So it used to be the end of September. Yeah. Which for the industry worked because it was the, the barrier between Q3 and Q4 back when they cared about that sort of stuff. Now they've, I always thought that that was too early because yeah. it meant that like when you have the February 2020 Grammys, you're talking about stuff from October 2018. Correct. And who remembers October 2018? Correct. That was almost a year and a half before, year and a quarter before. Especially in this climate. But what did they do? They moved it up even earlier. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah so stuff that comes out next week will, will not be at the Grammys until 2021. Crazy. So what that means is you get a flood of artists in August who are like, okay, let's get our stuff out there. Yep. That's why Taylor Swift came out in August on the pop yeah. side, but also, you know, Common just came out this past week. Yep. Um, and you know Common's going to submit for a Grammy of or two because he's got that name recognition. He needs the AI. <laughs> <laughs> he needs the AI to help him, you know, get the data that'll but, get him. But you know votes. what? Imagine, <clears throat> imagine if Common is nominated. Mm -hmm. um, like in Microsoft runs an ad yeah. on an award show where you were nominated for an award. Of course. We make fun of Common, but that would be kind of amazing. Yeah. No, that 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 that's huge for him if he does that. Sure. Yeah. But but he's also got that name recognition with people where every mm -hmm. time he puts something out, if they submit something, I even look at the track list. Does he have anything with John Legend on it? Because that seems like Grammy bait. Absolutely. I'm not Grammy bait. Uh yeah, Grammy bait. What is the common It's called like, I don't know, uh Love Does Things. <laughs> what is it called? Let Love. Let Love. Who is on this thing? No, no John Legend. Okay. Oh, but, but the, there is Leon Bridges and Jonathan McReynolds. On a song are, called God is Love. That is, that's definitely Grammy bait. Mm-hmm. Uh, BJ the Chicago Kid. Could be. Definitely potential Grammy bait. Jill Scott. Jill Scott. Is Grammy bait. You don't think the, the record with Swiss is Grammy bait? Not really. Nah. Daniel Caesar is also potential Grammy bait too. And I think her one of these songs, I think it's the Jill Scott songs about his daughter. Like, who, yeah. Who is some more Penderhues? Because I just think of Dun is it Duncan Penderhues? Yeah. yeah. Class act. You're right. Listen, class act. I just want to say class. Act. It's it's not too far behind House Party One as the best kid and play movie, and it might even be like on par. It's my favorite. It's the it's the it's the one that got me into the kid and play movies. They used to, I feel like they used to show that. Maybe it was like HBO in B the 90s or something. HBO somewhere. and BT used to show it a lot. Because I, I would like, you, you'd watch it and you'd be like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, this one, this one, this yep. one. You know, back when you had, you, you couldn't like, oh, let me let me just play this movie from the beginning. You'd catch it like yep. 30 minutes into it yep. and you'd have to decide, 
do I want to keep watching this? Correct. Sometimes that works out to its advantage because you're like, oh, I missed the slow 30 minutes. Yes. Now I'm at the yes. Now I'm at the action. Because I, I I shared with you guys last night, I hadn't seen the beginning coming into of coming to America until maybe maybe three or four years ago. Because mm. I always caught it right. on TV. Right. You know, like I didn't know that it was his birthday. So all the, so all of the uh, all the albums that came out. This last Friday. So we're recording this. I don't know what's going to come out. We were recording this on Saturday, August 31st. All the records that came out yesterday, we are not talking about any of them today. We, nope. are, ca- we are catching up on stuff that we missed before. Um, we will likely have another episode coming out relatively soon to catch Oof. up on that stuff. Yeah. Um, it's going to be But a we've got some other stuff to catch up on. We've got Little Brother. Yes. Rhapsody. Yes. Jeezy. Yes. We've got some new songs from Pusha T. Yep. Your man Kanye West has maybe a track list? Yep. Uh, what else? Um, uh, did you listen to the Young Thug album? I did not. Okay. I skimmed. I skimmed. But but here's the thing, though. We have to talk about it. We have to at least mention it because it's the uh, it's the number one album, number one hip-hop album. Let me look this up. <clears throat> I think he did like 120 or 140. When did Taylor come out? Because I don't know if that's enough to. Oh, dude, Taylor did. Oh. Taylor did eight thirty-five. Oh, so. Um, oh, wow. No, yeah. Eight, Taylor did eight eighty-five. Eight eighty-five. That's nuts. Um, number two, Brockhampton. You know, I've never heard a Brockhampton song before in my life. Seventy-seven, Young Thug, seventy-five. That's second, but that's Young Thug's second week. Is it? Yeah. He he got the number one album last week. Okay. I know that, but I don't know if it was urban or if it's pop. Without a big record, yeah. Um, oh, I forgot that Quality Control Volume 2 came out. Okay. <laughs> so did most of us. And there's Lizzo cruising along, number five. She's Akon. A- out of here? No, what I mean is like Akon... <laughs> Locked up? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's lonely? No. Um, oh, man, I forgot about that lonely song. terrible. Um, no, Akon's first album consistently sold... I want to say, like it started at twenty thousand. I think his first week was like twenty thousand, and he kept doing the same week. Mm. And then later on, like he was increasing as time went. Yeah. And this is in two thousand five when everything was big first week, big drop. He was consistent. He right, ended right, up right, going right. what three, four, four times platinum, something like that. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking to see what else came out recently. Well, we we could talk about uh, your man Sean Carter. Do you want to talk? About, oh, we got to talk about Missy too. Do we want to talk about Missy? We can I, talk about Missy. I forgot to listen to it. We could play it right now. You want to do a live listen? We could do a live listen. Let okay. Me, I'll play to the I'll play to the speaker. Okay. Let me let me get some water. Bottle. See, this is good about the show. We can just we can just leave. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. So here, so if you guys want, I don't think they can hear you. <laughs> I, no, they can hear me. I'm sure. <laughs> If you guys, I'm, I'm just testing it because I, I can never do this any other way. Right. What's that? Oh, oh yeah. We're su- we got so we uh, we're sous videing some steak, and then we're gonna get on the grill. I'm gonna get my torch out. Not a joke. Ridiculous torch. Armand's gonna make fun of me. It's gonna be great. Sure. Um, so we're, yeah, so I'm gonna get our, Missy queued up. What were you saying? So to our our clock radio speakers listeners, like if I just want you guys to like take in the whole experience of of doc and i in the same room doing this podcast i believe this is the second time we've done this 
Yeah, the first time we talked about a French Montana leak, which we was did. not super exciting. No, not at I'm all. If I'm being honest. Yeah, not at all. But this is like a full episode. We have a lot of interesting things to talk about. So if you would like more of this, yeah. go to patreon.com slash CRS podcast and join for either $5 a month, $10 a month. And what that would do is that would create consistent ticket money. <laughs> for either me to fly out to Connecticut or for Dr. Fly to Ohio and we can do more live episodes beautiful alright I'm gonna get this we'll start so the first uh, we're gonna listen to this there's only four songs in here one of them is an acapella of the, of the other one so let's just uh, let's see what we got alright let's do it throw this it back the, this is the one she has a video for right I think so This isn't bad for Missy. From like a modern. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm cool with that. Next one is called Cool Off. This is another two live. I mean, but this is this is this is on brand. Yeah. yeah. It sounds promising when you start, and then it's like. Nah, this is on brand for Missy. I'm not mad at you. It's not for me, but that's Luke. That was Luke's voice. <laughs> Nah, this is kind of hard. This is better than that beginning part. Yeah. Yeah. See, and so when I hit you and said Missy was coming out with an album, your first response was, yeah. where's Timbaland? And of course, I mean, of course, that's a valid question. But does Tim, I was thinking about this. Does Tim, like, is he hard to work with? Because, like, Missy stopped working with him significantly after, like, a 102. Yeah. Genuine, who, like that first, those first two albums, all his hits are from are with Tim. Absolutely. And then, he's just like, what well, I mean? Yeah, right. Nowhere. Right. Well, no, he had differences. But you know what I mean. And mo- that's that's his, that's low key like his biggest record. Pony is his biggest record. That's his most known record. I feel like differences is his. Go ahead, look it up. We're looking it up. Look it up. Go ahead and add a piece to the bingo board. We need to sell those. We need to sell come up with boards. one and sell a bingo board. A t-shirt, like with a generic bingo board. Yeah, but I mean, we can do both. We could do some printouts with bingo boards. I would put up a bingo board in my house. All right, so let's let's look at his singles. Uh, did you, so um, we're both right. How about that? <laughs> How is that possible? Um, differences slightly higher on the charts. Four on the pop charts versus six for Pony on the pop charts. Okay. Pony went platinum as a single. Differences went gold as a single. So okay. Pony sold more. Uh-huh. It, differences were slightly higher on the track okay, on got the charts. It. You know, <laughs> you know what his uh, his third highest uh, 
charting song is. I'm trying to think. So anxious, right? No. Close. Uh, not what's so different. Nope. Definitely not when doves cry. Nope. Um, I feel like people are yelling at me. You're, I mean, it's going to be really funny when I say this. Okay, go ahead. In those jeans. <laughs> In those jeans was number eight on the pop charts. This is that. 03 when that. you couldn't just stream your way to like this was like radio play. Man, that was a popular song. I forgot. I guess Jesus. He had two top 20 pop hits. He had Hell Yeah with Baby. I don't even remember that. Play it. We've got nothing but time. And I'm sure our audience is clamoring for <laughs> for us to yes. yell at each other. Yes. Uh, what the hell? Yeah. I feel like this was during the same time as um, uh, 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 Fat Joe and R. Kelly, right? Are we clubbing? The... Oh, I do remember this. I remember this song. I remember Baby on it. This song's terrible. <laughs> oh, man. Genuine. You know what? Like, that second album of his... I think it's really good, but like 100% genuine. That's yeah, cla- that's a classic album. But it didn't do as well as like I might have thought it had. It did fine. It's a isn't it? It's a better album than The Bachelor. See now, I don't, I can't listen to The Bachelor the same because I was told that he admitted that he was depressed during that time. Mm. So now when I hear it, I can hear the depression, and it's a very melancholy album. If you I listen just to assume it. that. Um, Static Major wrote most of that. Is that right? Uh, I think that's a safe assumption to make. Oh, uh, maybe not all of it. That's interesting. I guess he didn't. No, no, no. He wrote uh, Pony, but I'm looking at the credits for the rest of this. I don't think he necessarily wrote everything else. Who, who else Who else wrote? I mean, it looks just, like he's just got credits. Genuine? Yeah. Okay, good for him. Right. I kind of just assumed that for all those, you know, black ground artists and mm-hmm. everything, else, like that whole Tim Missy thing, mm-hmm. I assume that Missy wrote for the women. Mm. And Static wrote for the guys. Possible. And yeah. Tim did all the B. I just assume that's how the division of yeah. work happened. So we. So basically, what you're saying is, is we can blame Static Major for Sebastian. <laughs> Somebody had to write Tim's raps. You know what? Who's writing on Sebastian or, or Magoo? Or were they tag teaming? On what? On Tim's raps. So like Tim was a pervert. I also want to say that all of Timberland's verses are perverted. All right, if we're really going to go here, and by the way, we, we need to do a definitive 15 on Timbaland Beats. We've okay. never done it. Yep. Um, if we're really going to go there. He kind of, like, if you listen to him talk about Aaliyah. Oh, super creepy. A little bit. He, do you, you heard the story about his first wife, right? Do I want to know? He married his first wife because she looked like Aaliyah. Yeah. And he, he admitted to it. Mm. 2003, everybody. So, like... I I got, I got hell yeah stuck in my head. <laughs> Honestly, like, um, I would have loved to hear "Baby" on that record. Oh man! Welcome, so I'm looking at the at the credits for "Welcome to Our World." Okay, Tim and Magoo. Why is that not on streaming services? Blackground. Blackground. Oh. Nothing. So that means the Doctor Doolittle soundtrack is not on streaming services. What was on that? I got to have it. Tell me, are you that somebody? Same old G. Oh, that's right. That's right. They're not on streaming service. That's right. They don't exist. Like that's right. Um. So that. Um. Yeah. Welcome to our world. Talia's album is not. Uh, Life in the basement. Uh, Tim's first album is oh, not on streaming service. Tim's bio. Tim's yeah. bio. Yeah. But I mean, like the Welcome to Our World, the Tim and Magoo mm-hmm. album, because that's Clock Strikes. Mm-hmm. Um. Love to love you. Mm-hmm. 
with Shanta. That's uh, that's uh, here we come, right? No, that's Tim's bio. Is it? Yeah, I hate that song. That's like top three worst here, Timbaland records. Here we come. So I hate that song. Oh, that's an underrated album. It is. Cause to my with Nas and yep. Skills, yep. Lobster and Scrimp, yep. Fat Rabbit, yep. Who am I with Twista, yep. Those alone, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's enough. Yeah, right there. Here we come, Fat Rabbit. That's an, that's another creepy. We're not gonna have that conversation on the show. No, no. Okay, but rabbits, like, come on, y'all, just creep, just creepy. Up jumps the boogie. Up jumps the boogie. Boogie jumps the B. Everybody, please turn on the TV. <laughs> um, honestly, those look like yeah. It looks like it's Magoo and Missy writing. Actually, sometimes it's Missy writing for Tim. Uh huh. I mean, Missy's Missy's uh yeah. I mean, she's a songwriter. So <laughs> yeah, but like all of Missy's stuff is very um sexual, borderline creepy in nature. I don't know about creepy. She's very sexual. She's very sexual. But it's like, I don't know. Like, it's got some creep in it. So we were just listening to Missy. We we we, we, we knew it's we, to the third track. I'm sorry. We we I went from Missy and now I'm listening to Genuine's third album. What is wrong? Okay, so there's just clock radio speakers. Clock radio speakers. We're gonna this is gonna be a five hour episode. That's fine. Um all right, so this is drip demeanor. <laughs> As soon as Misty said hello, baby, Armand's eyes were like rolling up like, oh no. Here we go. I don't like that one as much. Nah. And then why I still love you. This is a Missy Elliott exclusive. I keep coming back to you And I ask myself why Hey, guess I love that nigga too much Just a waste of my time I go way out my way I'm sure a, mil- a million producers have added something to this Why? Hmm? Why? Oh, is it building up to a yeah. beat? I thought it was acapella. That's that's the last track. It's an acapella of that same song. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, yeah, people yeah, would yeah. take that acapella and, and produce it. So maybe I was wrong because like she's working with Tim through the first like five albums. Mm-hmm. Now the sixth album, Cookbook, which is Lose Control. That's uh, that's not. It's only one Timbo beat. Hmm. So let's talk about Missy for a second. So like, okay. so four songs. To me, two of them are cool, and two of them I'm uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um. So she just was. She just got the VMA Video Vanguard <clears throat> Award. Yep. Um. What did you see her performance? No. It was a. It was a career spanning. I'm sure. Rapid fire, lots of costume changes, dancers, the whole nine yards. I'm sure. I thought she did fine. She looked a little rusty, but it was also ambitious. It was ambitious for what it was. Okay. Like tons of stuff, lots of costume change, all this yeah. other stuff. Like you would need to be like polished and like, touring regularly, touring consistently. It out. Yeah, like, yeah. and that's what a lot of artists would do. They would tour and then they would take uh, like a condensed version of their set to an award show. An award right? show. No, yeah, this was not that. Yeah. Um, but it was so, it's so interesting to see the reaction online because. 
people are like, well, you know, you get a lot of people who are like, yes, queen, I stand for you. And yeah, it's yeah. like, okay, have we, have we <laughs> lost the ability to say, yeah, that was good. I, that was okay, but that was good. Like, no, it's either this person is a queen, a goddess, the best person ever, or you ignore it. Like uh, it's, it's gotten, it's getting worse. We, we were prophetic. It's getting worse. Ago. It's we getting were- worse. Because, like, I don't know, I watched that and I was like, yeah, she has a really great career. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't understand why people, like, lose control. Because you can dance to it. Okay. Somebody goes viral dancing every I see people dancing for no reason every day on social media. <laughs> every that's, day. A, that's a funny statement. <laughs> why are they dancing? I, I, that's the question I ask every day. <laughs> why are they dancing? Why are these kids dancing? Not the kids, though. The kids don't count. But it's like, if it's adults, and like, if it's set up like, okay, we're going to go viral. Let's put our phone down. Let's do a whole routine. Right. And move around <laughs> and do all that stuff. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, all right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Here, here's the thing. I think there's, there is an understated thing that Missy does well that I think helps people um, um, embrace her. Okay. She was late to social media, and she adapted immediately. She's on my timeline every day and has been so oh, yeah? for the last six months. Yes. Because she is sharing memes. She is retweeting and talking to people. She's engaging. Like literally every day I see her. And I think that is helping her case. She's not Eminem off in the mountains somewhere like a recluse and then comes down every once in a while. And it's like, get out of here, old man. Like there. Right, right, right. She's, she's, she's not trying to be like a kid, but she's she's just... She's there. Yeah, she's she's in the midst. She's the um, she's the cool security guard in the high school. I forgot that Tim and Magoo put out an under construction part two. They did. Cop that ish. Oh, Indian flu. Indian flu. Shout the flex. No wait, wasn't that Indian carpet? No, we we wrapped over Indian flu. Indian carpet was a Tim record. I feel like was Twist on Indian carpet. No. Twisted was on Party People. Party People. Indie art. Right, Indian Play carpet it. is bananas. I'm playing Indian. No, Indian carpet is crazy. That's what I'm saying. Tim. All right, I'm gonna. I'm getting live. There we go. I'm gonna. Anytime you say we're gonna play something, I'm just gonna like record it because I feel like. Question is, is this even? Yeah. See, none of this stuff is on streaming. I don't. I don't think. No, none of it is. So hopefully, I've got it in my library. Of course I do. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Yo, these horns are hilarious. This is 2001 Timbo. Like, unimpeachable. Who wrote this? Jay. Diddy. That's not Magoo. I can hear Jay now. 
This book is terrible. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my god. And yeah, that's all one. I do remember that. Oh yeah, drop with Fat Man Scoop. Yep. Yo, shout shout to Trav. Trav pointed out something for me that I just wasn't able to communicate, but he communicated clearly. All those Fat Man Scoop songs are terrible. No, because you say Fat Man Scoop, and what I hear in my head is Crooklyn Clan. Yeah, like it's, <laughs> that's branding, right? That's right. Fat Man Scoop, Crooklyn Clan. Yeah, I hate all those where they would take the Faith record. The Faith, that's take, a classic. I hate it. Hey, buddy, who's the hey, Like, yo, stop. All right, I'm so 2001 Timbaland. Yeah, more than a woman. Yep. We need a resolution. That okay? Spoiler alert. That's definitive. Bubba's first album. So ugly's ugly, definitive. Lovely. Then some other ones. What was lovely? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Just give me a minute. Okay, yeah, that beat was dope. Okay. Uh, right now, later on. Nah. Um, so anxious part two, the anxiety remix. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, Jada and Bubba Sparks, they ain't ready. <sighs> We said this on the show. Yeah. Uh, Bubba, Bubba cleaned Jade up on that record. Hola, Jovito. Mm. Eh. Roll out, Luda. Eh. And I never liked that song. All the songs off uh, So Addictive. So Get Your Freak On, Lick Shots, One Minute Man. Um, what else What else is from 2001? Uh, 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 Petey Pablo I, Raise Up. Raise Up. Um, <sighs> yeah, that's a lot. Raise Up. So, so when we talk about um artists and like their cards you know nine you know i got a 96 jordan yeah yeah yeah, yeah you yeah, know yeah. so timbaland 01 01 timbaland would carry some value and yet i i think tim's run from basically Aaliyah's album up until i mean frankly up until future sex well that's a different era really because like 2002 what do we got in 2002 2002 oh that's tweet yeah it is that's uh that's crazy i forgot about rel it's obvious (sighs) pastor troy are we cutting yep that miss jade album jade's a champ Champ. count it off yep um what was the single feel this girl feel the girl feel the girl and big head big head yep ching 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 so missy would work it and gossip folks Justin, Cry Me a River, all the songs of Justified. I hated Gossip Folks. Oh, um, he, oh he, he was trash on Justified. You don't like Cry Me a River? You Man. don't like And She Said Take Me Now? Nope. Oh, no, what you got? Nope. Uh, I mean, Cry Me a River is classic, but the other records that Tim did on there is like, nah. I forgot that Tim did the What, you, what They Gonna Do With Sean Paul. Oh, the yo, yo, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there's a Timbo remix of Say My Name, Destiny's Child? Yes, and it's fire. Static, I think Static Static's that on one. that, yep. yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. fire. I mean, 2002 is pretty good, too. 2003, that's the second Bubba album. Deliverance, Jimmy Mathis. Um, oh, listen, Nowhere, we, we, we all know that we, one. We've, we've talked about that album yep. at length. Yep. Uh, Dirt Off Your Shoulder, The Jump Off, Past That Dutch. Man, this year kind of... To, 03, he's not the same. But that like 06, 07, <clears> I mean, actually, 07, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, nine, 96, 90, 97 is a little quiet. Is but, it? What is he doing in 97? When does One in a Million come out? 96. 
Is that ninety six? Yeah. I love how I love how on Wiki they finally uh, give credit to Tim for uh, doing the drums on uh, Tupac's "No More Pain." Of course he did. Of course he did. Listen to those drums. Yeah. That's not Devontae Swing. No. No. Um. So he does. He co-produces "No More Pain" in '96. He does four-page letter, "Hot Like Fire," "Hot Like Fire" remix. If your girl only knew, "One in a Million." Whole bunch of other songs off of uh, "One in a Million." Yep. He did. I forgot about the remix of "This Is for the Lover and You." No, I don't um, remember what that is. It is the first genuine album. So "Pony," okay. "When Doves Cry," "Tell Me Do You Wanna," okay. um, and then '97. Money Talks with Lil' Kim. Oh, I forgot about that. What's Money Talks with Lil' Kim? Play that in a second. Oh, Super Duper Fly, of course. Yeah, like, wait And Welcome to Our World. Oh, man. Okay, so he was really, he really yeah, was nah, busy. So you got to start his run with 96. It's 96. Yeah, I mean, his run is ridiculous. So you so you want to count Tim's run from 96 to 01? 01? 02? 02. In 02. that range? And then he kind of tails off a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then he hooks back up with Justin. Mm -hmm. And then he's got that 06 to like 07, 08 run where it's him and Danger pumping stuff out. What was he doing from 03 to 05? Who was killing 03, 05? Is that Neptunes? Neptunes didn't really get fully going until 01. 2000 and 01, right? Correct. Because that's Southern Hospitality. Southern Hospitality is 2000, but it blows up in 2001. Right. And uh, Mystical. Ah, yes. Right. Yes. Uh, what's he doing in 03? I love how we are just nowhere near our stuff. It's okay. Uh, 03, we talked about that. It's the Bubba Sparks and stuff. What's he doing in 04? Yeah, 04 is like that Brandy album. Okay. Nah. Um, it's got a couple joints on it. Th- that LL Cool J album? No. That's Hush. Headsprung. <laughs> Big LA. <laughs> they call me Big LA. Yeah. They used to go up in Japan. The locals used to love that record. Um, they would start doing the hit. They start nodding the hit like all. He crazy. did some records for for Luda, the potion and the, in, the intro. Oh, that intro was hard. But like, it, not not the same, right? Not the same. And oh, what's he doing in 05? Oh, put you on the game. Okay. Yep. Um. He did a bunch of Timbaland's exclusive MTV ringtones. Bruh, and he probably got paid for that too. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Um, he did a record on Big Bang. That's 2006. But anyway. Yeah, it's just not a lot. It's not a lot. Not till 06. And then 06, you get... that's Then you start getting into... Yeah, 06 is the... He does both Nelly Furtado's and Justin Timberlake's. And then he's got his own project that comes out in, what, 07? That's Shock Value. So, like, he's got that... Oh, I forgot the Shock Value. Shock Value has some joints. That's Give apologize. it to me, release the way I are. The way I are is crazy. Yeah. That's Apologize, right? Yeah, I never liked Apologize. Oh. I mean, it, yes, it went number one on the charts. I acknowledge. <laughs> now that one Republic album was great. You know, I guess I, when we talk about people who have really successful stints at the top of the charts mm-hmm. in hip hop and R and B, we mm-hmm. think about Usher with yep. all the singles off Confessions. Yeah. We think about what Drake did last year. Yeah. Timbaland had three number ones from Shock Value. Give it to me. Okay. That the way the, I are. That went number one. And apologize. Number one. Huh. We don't really talk about. Tim is having that kind of as an artist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, he did have a bit of help. It's Timbaland, Justin. I mean, Timbaland, Justin, Justin Jay. Oh, and then they did the stuff with Madonna. Ooh. Four minutes. No. <laughs> 
But that bag was probably ridiculous. That oh, bag, yeah, that I'm bag sure. Was, that bag you you must be right that there was a lot of money coming from MTV because there's definitely a Timbaland's exclusive MTV ringtones part three. So they kept... <laughs> you know, Tim's like, let me load up the keyboard. You want this one? Press Absolutely. play. Ten grand. Cool. <clears throat> Absolutely. Right, pre- every time I press play, you pay, you, you pay me another $10,000. Do you remember that that YouTube video of Timbaland and Busta Rhymes making the record in the studio? Yes. They, that's probably what Tim was doing. Right. He just had the loops in the... Right. So, Missy. So, she's... Missy. Yes. <laughs> I love, how, how far are we in this episode? Well, we we, we, we got to be like 45 minutes already. If we count the in the pre-show for Patreon, we're hour 10 in almost. Hour, hour, one, minute, one hour, seven minutes. Y'all, this is going to be a long episode. Um. So, anyway, so... I think Miss, yeah, Missy's career is interesting. Okay. Her VMA performance was, I think it was really, I think it was pretty good. I okay. think people get a little excited. Okay. As always. Okay. Right, because we talk about this. It's either the greatest thing ever or mm-hmm. the worst thing ever. There's right. no in between. Right. I'm like, so she's got those four songs, mm-hmm. but I guess it's interesting to me because like I don't know, like, I guess I would say she can't go tour off that, but what she could do is she could just tour and do like a a Missy tour. One hundred percent. Do all the hits, and she's only got to play two or three of the new songs to, to switch it up or whatever. Because mm-hmm. she still has the record she did with Pharrell last year. Oh, yeah. But like even... like, yeah. you, like, I mean, like but, She could do like more than just the two new sure, records. Sure, but she could, all, she could also just do all the hits. Would you want Tim on that tour? Do you do a Missy and Timbaland tour? Well, this is kind of what I was getting at before. Like, if they've, they've never done that. They've never tried to do mm-hmm. that. How? Like, it feels like money on the table, right? I mean, and, yeah, go between ahead. the two of them, they could do two co-headlining sets. Correct. They really could. Correct. Um, and they could bring Genuine and... Well, if they, you know... Yeah. Right. I think if you bring that... Yeah, if you bring Genuine... Um, I mean, that, I mean, you could bring Magoo. Like, I don't think anybody's clamoring for it, but, and I'm not joking, but like, I've, I think they'll bring them on. If they're going to do Up Jumps the Boogie, I want... <laughs> exactly. But it's but, like, who sing? Well, the crowd can sing Aaliyah's part. That's I, maybe is I wonder if that's kind of like the what the do we do with all these Aaliyah for, records for the Aaliyah records? You could just do a tribute, but a then tribute. you have to. But you could do a tribute, but uh, they got to clear those right to perform them. Yeah, I bet you her uncle wants it. He wants the bag. One hundred percent. I can't believe that one of the streaming services hasn't th- hasn't tried to throw him. Here's the question, though: Like, so how much money is he leaving on the table at this point? by hoarding all that music particularly Aaliyah's stuff because we're getting to a point where like Aaliyah is becoming forgotten yes in the 90 like the late 90s nostalgia is so high right now in early 2000s right I'm not ready for the holla back young and nostalgia like oh, it's it's coming <laughs> I give it another year we're gonna have big oversized academic shirts it's, and, com- it's already coming yeah yeah triple five soul yep it's coming. Iniche, Willie Esco, Mark Mark Echo. He's <laughs> getting the rhino ready. God, Mark Echo's getting the rhino ready. Does he still own uh, Complex? He sold that, right? Uh, I don't even know. Okay. Um, but yeah, you know, because we're two years away now. It'll be two years for, for, and then we'll be at the twentieth anniversary of Aaliyah's death. <laughs> if they're gonna get you, you could see how they would might you know maybe they want to put together like because they do this for old rock artists all the time where it's like you put together the like the big greatest hits plus alternate takes remixes right. with, like mm-hmm. give us the gold mm-hmm. standard edition mm-hmm. the big like do it all one in a million right the definitive Aaliyah collection right right because yes. um, the, they did the greatest hits mm-hmm. right after she passed mm-hmm. but like blow it out 
Right. You could do anything now. It's been long enough. Right. I mean, they they must have tons of stuff on the Absolutely. side. Absolutely. Like, you know, they've got whatever. Absolutely. But honestly, even if they like, even just to be able to put to really like clear her hits, it's like it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's it seems like I'm. In, I'll t- I mean, I'll test it right now. It seems crazy to me. I go on Apple Music if I search um, Aaliyah. Aaliyah. It's only her first album. Right. It's AJ nothing but a number, and then there's some random EPs on here. What? There's back and forth EP, but there's uh, the you, At Your Best You Are Love. Adrian, there's a bunch of EPs, so instrumentals and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm seeing that. What is Down With The Click? That was a record on the uh, on the first album, I believe. The Thing I Like. Yeah, this is all just like... Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. Doc, Doc her, she's still on Spotify getting 1.7 million listens a month. It's that first album. That's it. They're putting money in R. Kelly's pocket. Essentially, I thought we canceled him. <laughs> yeah, so you point. You can't really. Can you really cancel somebody? I'm surprised nobody's tried to do because you know how we'll look, we'll look on Apple Music for stuff, and it's like that doesn't seem legit. Who uploaded that? People do. They did that with the uh, the Beyonce album that came right, out a few months but, ago. Like nobody's tried that for a <laughs> That's true because you could still. There's still going to be a point in time where because it's really a matter of going to CD Baby and <laughs> to going to TuneCore. Paying right. you a little fifty dollars, you might get a check from that. And it's not on title, right? I just want to double check. I doubt it. No, but if it goes anywhere, do you? F- it's gonna be either Apple or Title. My money would be on Title though. But yeah, there's a real opportunity to to bring it back around. Um, I can't believe they're not. They missed the 20th anniversary of uh, of One in a Million. That's fine. It's been 20 years since Tell Me You're That Somebody. Yeah. That's on Tim's definitive 15. Yeah. Oh, it's not. That the beat is ridiculous. Nah, you didn't like it? Nah. I was never crazy about that record. Probably because, again. I like Tim's verse on that record. <laughs> baby girl. Better known as Aaliyah. <laughs> I know every word to that. That was summer of 99. That's summer 99? No, 98. 98. Okay, 98 then, sounds right. Is that right? That sounds right. Hold on. Maybe no, 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 no. Maybe that's ninety nine because ni- two thousand is try again. Romeo must die. I feel like it's ninety eight because it's Doctor Doolittle. When did Doctor Doolittle come out? I think, yeah, I guess you're right. Ninety eight, right? Ninety eight. MTV ran that every summer. If you did not go to yeah, camp in the summertime, yeah. if you didn't go to camp in the summertime, and you were at home. And you were at the, your mornings were spent watching Sports Center. So you would watch Sports Center maybe once or twice. You get bored with that. Then you would turn on BET and MTV and just watch uh, videos all day. Are you that somebody is tonight, the summer of 98, along with Ghetto Superstar, I want to say, <laughs> what Nas I Rule the World was to summer of 96. Like every 10 minutes, yeah. MTV was yeah. running that in the ground. Yeah. So that's why I'm not like, uh, not because it's a terrible song. No, it's a no, great I song. I'm just, I'm just definitely tired of it. So, yeah. Missy. All right. Missy. All right. Anything else you want to say about Missy? Nah, we got to move on. Um, you man Kanye West has a track list. Yes. Um, I had it here and then I went like deep into the links. Where's, the, okay. So, well, I should say Kim shared a track list. Yep. She, it, she does his promo. Well, you know. So it appears the name of the album is Jesus is King. Mm-hmm. Although we're a month away. So like, what are the odds that this is locked in? You know what makes me think that it, it's potentially locked in? Yeah. 
is that this is not this wasn't written out if i if i'm looking at this correctly let me pull it up yeah i'm looking at the picture right now Come we've on, got the bible on the left opened up to psalm 57 6. Mm-hmm. they've got a okay. notepad oh and if you look so we're gonna we're gonna get all like here we go csi on this there's another piece of paper that's rotated that's uh-huh. In the it top looks, right, and it looks like it's a. It looks like it's an early version because there's some there's some similar yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah. Wake the dead, baptized, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, breastplate, breastplate of righteousness. Here's the thing: this doesn't breastplate of righteousness is absolutely a bronze Nazareth record from 2003. <laughs> Yo, if you, I already know we have at least five listeners that I talk to regularly who know exactly who bronze Nazareth is. Um, you prefer? This, I mean, I, could, I mean, or actually, no, I take that back. This is Jedi mind tricks. Kill, kill army. Yeah, that yeah. first kill army. Those first two kill army albums. I went back and listened to that kill army stuff. It's not good. How dare you? I know, I know. It's not. It's is that not, stuff on streaming? Yeah, it is. It's okay. not Sons of Man, Shining Star, bad. <laughs> <laughs> but it's bad. Why you're pulling that up? The reason why I think this is a little more solid is because this doesn't look like a real time. This looks like a little digitized to me. No, that's that's written. Nah. Yeah, I'm, it is. As I zoom in, this doesn't look. No, it's written. This. Nah. Yeah. This doesn't, this, I think it's written. Uh, I think they took the picture of everything. Oh man, kill army. Go ahead, let him rap. No, don't play the beat. Hold on, I'm gonna switch to this big speaker. Give me a sec. Don't play the beat. Play the song. Feel it is a feel it as a dope. This one is for the people. The families living in the ghetto. I always remember K Slay rapping over this. K Slay rapping? Not rapping, but yelling at me. Oh. Can you flip this? Have you ever seen a grown man cry? Have you ever asked a grown man why? Why do you feel that way inside? Okay. All right then. All right, hold on, hold on. <laughs> play Woo Renegades and then play the shootout. Like it's literally kill a sin and a bunch of weed carriers. Oh, I used to love this when I was like 15. This sounds like a doc record. This is 100% a record you like this 15. <laughs> yeah, I played a lot of Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I saw, I saw that. I saw, I saw your tweet on that. Yeah. My poor, my poor brother. <laughs> Why do I know the lyrics to that? Yo, the things. <laughs> <laughs> so, track list. We have 12 songs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, previously with Kanye West, mm-hmm. we've had the, oh, Kanye's making a gospel album before. Mm-hmm. It's not the first time we've been around here. Right. When I look at this track listing, mm-hmm. when I look at what they've got here, right, where they've got the Bible off on the left, we know what he's been doing with Sunday service. Mm-hmm. These all look, I mean, a lot of these are very explicitly like one song's called God Is, one's mm-hmm. called Sweet Jesus. Mm-hmm. But then even beyond that, a lot of the titles are rich with biblical imagery. Correct. If I look at this, I'm thinking to myself, maybe he's going all the way there. Yeah. Or because he's Kanye and Kanye's thing is to pair the highest of art with the dirtiest of art. That's mm-hmm. always, that's his mm-hmm. aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Now we know what garden sounds like. At least we heard the live piece Gar- of that, right? Garden and water, have, and water. have been have been uh, heard before, yes. There's definitely a chance that one of these sounds Yeezus-ish. 
I mean, well, just to take it back further, we we talked about those. We talked about that Yandi project that leaked, um, and I guess we were early on it because over the last few weeks, talk of it has kind of blown up. And so when you listen to that stuff, it's very um, it's very explicit in nature in terms of I mean, yeah. listening to nobody like crazy um, yeah. just in terms of what. It, so I I never thought about that though, like. Cause Kanye, when I hear these records, and I haven't really listened to them yeah. in depth, and maybe so this is maybe this is wrong for me to to make this assumption, but like I don't really hear Ye rapping on. Is he rapping on Garden or Water? I don't think he is. I don't think we've heard that yet. We okay. all know Kanye's raps coming at the very end, mm. right? Think about every video we've ever seen over the past ten years yeah. of Kanye making music. Yeah, it's all mumbles yeah. and flow and, and 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 stuff that's gonna sit there for when he actually raps. Right. Um. So I'd say this. So I think Sunday service, that performance um, got a split reaction online. Mm -hmm. I think folks who have, um, I mean, look, just to be like perfectly like blunt, I think people who have ever been to an African-American church or Mm -hmm. predominantly African-American church, Mm -hmm. I think they walked away from that going, yeah, I know exactly what that is. Mm -hmm. And I think a bunch of his white fans were like, what what was that exactly? And why wasn't he rapping? (laughs) So like... (laughs) And then Ye, that album, you know, he had a lot of goodwill. He was on a run, yeah. not always perfect. Yeah. Ye ate a lot of that goodwill up. And yeah. then if you want to hear Kanye rap, Sunday Service, that was another body blow, right? It's not that it was terrible. It was just not, I think, what people... I don't think people really knew what Sunday Service was going to be. Not at all. So then <clears throat> I am curious. Like, if this is an album just like Sunday Service stuff and mm-hmm. he's not really rapping mm-hmm. and it's more of the samples as he calls them like mm-hmm. the the band that he's been playing Sunday Service with uh, yeah, yeah. if it's them doing gospel in- tinged or influenced or sampling music mm-hmm. and it's not a lot of Kanye rapping I, I don't know how people are going to respond to that I would like to know the business of that because if, if the business matters if the business matters, then what it sounds like matters. But if he's really doing this as a genuine project, then like it doesn't matter. <clears throat> it always matters. Well, it doesn't matter to that degree. It doesn't matter in that way. Of course, as an artist, you want your music to sound great. But like how far it reaches, what it impacts, what it does. Like it's really weird because Kanye has always been this big artist. Stadium records. Like I want to make the, you know, that. Yeah. And this is very, the only thing that's big about this are the voices of the choir. Right, right, right. It's so, all very, it's smaller. It's much smaller. So it's like, what do you do? Because I, you know, I think we talked about this on the show, put that on the, on the bingo board. We've, he's 100% touring this. He stripped it down so much to think, to, I think they figured out how to take it on the road and make it as minimal as possible, but still effective. You bring it. You brought up a good point about the rapping. I like, bro. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Is he interested in rapping? It's a really good question. Yeah, because there's a video on YouTube where Oprah had a party. To your point, okay. Oprah had a party, and I think it was like in her backyard, and it was a bunch of celebrity guests, and there were there was a bunch of musical artists. But there was a bunch of gospel artists. There's BB and CC Wine and Jolanda Adams, Donnie McClurkin, Shirley Caesar, all these classic phenomenal right. gospel right, artists. Right. And it's pretty much like a it's a it's a cipher. 
essentially. They're getting somebody's playing the piano, they're getting the mic, and they're just running. Right, right, right. And to your point, the black people knew exactly what to do. The white people, when they interviewed them, were just like, oh, this was just phenomenal. I don't know what this was, but it was just great. I could just feel the spirit and I just the goosebumps on my arm just tingled. And right. Kanye, if we're honest, like if yeah. we, okay, since we're face to face, we can have an, a very honest conversation. Yeah. You've seen Kanye how many times? Once or twice? Uh, oh, I've seen. Uh, okay, okay. I've seen him, him. Kanye. Yeah, no, I've seen him do arena shows five times. You saw Glow in the Dark? Yes. You saw Jesus. You saw Jesus. I saw Pablo. Did you see Pablo? I saw Late Registration and I saw College Dropout, all in arenas. Sheesh. Yeah, man. Yeah, you're, you're. Okay. The thing about Pablo, I don't remember who was in the crowd at Glow in the Dark, but Pablo, the thing about Glow in the Dark was that it was different people. The primary people were there to see Kanye, but there was also Lupe, Rihanna, and, and Pharrell. Yeah. At my, when we saw Glow in the Dark, I'm not going to lie. So keep in mind, this is, this is 07? 08? 07. 07. Yep. Um, no, no, no. If he was touring graduation, it would have been 08 because Seeing Sounds came out in 08. So okay. it's 08. No, because graduation came out at the end of 07. Right. November so if he's 07. touring that, it's yep. 08. Everybody, most people, a lot of people went to the bathroom during Rihanna's set. I'm just saying. 100%. I'm just saying. Yes. She was the bathroom break. Right. We actually, we got there. So that was, that was the show that taught me that when you have a lot of openers, you can't rely on the typical, oh, they say like we started six, but they really no. mean start at seven. We missed the first three, three songs of Lupe set. Lupe came on at 7.30. Right. We missed the first three songs of yep. Lupe set. And then we saw, and then NERD played. Yeah. And then Rihanna came up and was like, okay, let's we go stretch, stretch. Let's go to the bathroom. Some, get some merch, some, let's get, get a snack. Food. Let's yep. go do this. Let's go do that. Yep. And then get ready for Kanye. Yep. Yep. She was the bathroom break. Right. Um, so. Go ahead. You, I'm sorry. So yeah, I've seen Kanye five times. Okay. But Pablo was yeah. interesting because Pablo was just him. And so Pablo, who was in the crowd for Pablo? It was a, it was a wild night. It was like, it was everybody. It was everybody. So when I, but to be honest, if I'm honest, when I think of the stereotypical Kanye fan, I either think of whites or Asians. Oh, that's interesting. I don't really think of like, I don't really, I mean, I know there are people who love Kanye, but I miss the old Kanye seems to be more of like an African-American proverb. Sure. So, <laughs> so I'm very curious how different races and genders and demographics of people are going to take to this project. I have no idea what to expect because the Sunday service stuff was them flipping gospel music that was already available, R&B music, but like the original stuff that I heard, I wasn't really crazy about, wasn't really crazy about water, wasn't really right. crazy about uh, garden. garden, like not, not too crazy, but I also know with Kanye, that these are very stripped down, rough versions. It's the, fir- it's the first stuff. Absolutely. So I know whatever I heard six months ago could sound completely different by the time September 27th rolls around. And also, are we really going to be surprised if one of these song titles in three weeks has a strike through it and then there's something else written on the side? <sighs> and that's why I, th- I still I still No, think that's a notebook. That's a notebook. Because if Kim puts it out, I think it has a little more... Um, submit to it mm. if kanye puts it out it's gonna change in 45 minutes so i think yeah kim is probably like and because he's not on social media kim right. is like the give me that you're done <laughs> stop right 
which is you need that in your life. Sure. So I'm not but, even mad at. I'm not even mad. Right, at that. right, 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 right. So I like, bro. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. And this looks like his knee. This. It's definitely. It's, this is a black hand I see. So it's not. This isn't Kim writing down right, the right, right. This. this is definitely Kanye. I have no idea what to expect for the sound of this. I really don't. Yeah. Um, I have no clues or hints or anything like that. Yeah. Um. He. He kind of had, I mean, here's the funny thing is like, he actually doesn't have to do anything, right? He's had a phenomenally successful career. I've, I've said, I've said this on the show before I've said on social media as well. Like I put up, I think he has the best discography in hip hop. You can argue that. Um, he's a phenomenal career, but <clears throat> I think if he is still interested in Kanye West being an upper echelon, upper tier hip hop artist, mm-hmm. there is a lot of pressure on this project. Yeah. There really is. Cause like we like Pablo a lot. There was some... It was split. People either really loved it or like didn't like it at all. And even for the people who really loved it, there are some songs where you're oh, like, yeah. oh, they, they could go. Absolutely. I think everybody generally thinks Ye is a mixed bag at best. Yeah, at best. I think he, he, I think he actually, what really helped yeah. him was that it was this whole Wyoming project thing. So yeah. some of that people, some of the people who really like the push a thing, like it all kind of merges into this one five week thing you know what i mean i also think kids see ghosts helped him a lot too that's that not has, i know but it's like it's, it's such a niche project it and is. i think it was a small population that was very loud about it but like you know if he wants to i mean it's funny i guess like let's say he puts out a, just a bad project mm-hmm. and he goes on tour mm-hmm. is he still selling out no because he didn't sell out pablo there were lots and lots of empty seats for pablo Right, because he is not the kind of artist who's going to do the play the hits retrospect. I mean, he will play the hits, but it's not like he would go, hey, everybody. It's not soul it, sample time. Like, it's not 444. Right, he's not going to do that. No. He actually doesn't really seem to care about people's nostalgia for his old stuff. I think, I, th- I wouldn't say he doesn't care. I he's, think not, he's, he's not catering to it. No, I think he has to play the hits. Sure. He's going to do Good Life because he has to. He's going to do Can't Tell Me Nothing because he has to. But he's also going to play every single one of these songs. A lot of them, yeah. Like, just like he did on Pop. Like, he's, if there's only 12 songs, he's going to play them all, probably. Yeah. And then he hasn't toured since Pablo. Pablo. Yeah. I mean, uh, you could kind of call this Sunday service stuff like a, a small tour. Kind like of. a Chitlin circuit tour. I mean, sort of. But, like, I think... I don't know. I think there's a lot of pressure on here. On here, if he wants to be in that upper echelon, I mean, maybe this is just a different stage of his career. He's very clear. Like he, really, you could, you could tell. Like when you saw the Sunday service thing, it's very clear. Like he just wants his kids to run around and have a good time. Like he is not in the same place, and that is fine. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I, I got a little pushback for you. I want, okay. I want, I want your perspective on yeah. this. So we often talk about how artists just need to put stuff out, right? Okay. Why does why doesn't why isn't Kanye afforded the freedom to just put this out and then maybe come back with something else, a finished version of Yandi six months later? Because we haven't heard anything. We haven't. When was the last when was the last Kanye song that made you like go oh it was off Pablo? Ecstasy? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. It was off Pablo. It's not even sure to me. It's so like there's nothing off Ye that really makes you go oh. Uh, what about I love it? See, <laughs> I'm trolling a little bit. I'm trolling. I'm trolling. It's not. It y- yes, Ye was a Ye is a mixed bag at best. I'm being generous. Um, but it's also all the other stuff. Yeah. Like none of the other music that has come out or leaked or whatever. Like none of it is. It's not like there's like oh, but he's got this and it hasn't come out. Like there's, we really don't know. 
Yeah. It's been rough. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, let's see. I think another smart thing, by putting this out a month early, clear the way. It's not a surprise drop. All attention will be on Kanye, September 27th. If they can keep that date. It's a signal to other artists to get out of the way. He will have every opportunity to have the world's attention right then and there. Because, mm. like, who else is going to come out right now? A lot of people just got their just got their bars off because it was August, trying to get up I mean, before the Grammy deadline. Grammy so like, deadline, yeah. There were definitely rumors of like uh, JM Rihanna album sure. that were coming out this weekend for the for the deadline. Yeah. I mean, Rihanna's the only person. She's overdue. That's kind of a different lane than Kanye, but not yeah, in terms so of like popularity. And popularity. I mean, really not. It's really yeah. not. Yeah. But there's a whole lot of other. I mean, now that we're clear of the Grammy deadline, and now that caring about like it's not like we need to drive cd sales in q4 like it used to be correct so like the next four months are okay everybody pick your little spot like there's really no need to jump all over each other now i say that and yet look at what happened with um last june right where everybody decided to come out in a uh, five-week time span yeah because yeah, yeah. that was that was drake and who else that was jay I'm, and beyonce surprise dropping beyonce. in the middle of all the kind of stuff a, i knew there was another drop right yep. so like would I put it past a rock, na- a, a major rock nation release on the twenty seventh? No, because no. Jay is petty, super petty, <laughs> and Jay of all people kind of needs some uh, some positive publicity right now. You want to talk about Jay? No, but we I guess we kind of. I mean, to. just an update on the NFL sure, thing, which is sure. uh, so that we we we're, we're hearing a report of sort of the <clears throat> first, um, I guess, news of the partnership between Rock Nation and the NFL, and what we are hearing is that there's two different parts to it. There's, um, so a, um, a, we'll call it a, a social justice, but there's a better term for it, you know, uh, an outreach effort that the NFL has going. Mm-hmm. They're going to sell uh, apparel to, and the money for that will go towards funding mm-hmm. uh, some of these outreach programs. Um, and then addition, additionally, uh, some uh, Rock Nation artists, uh, Meek Mill, is Ma- Megan Trainer is Rock Nation, right? Meek Mill, Rhapsody, and Megan Trainer. Yes, right. Megan Trainer is Rock Nation. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> um, why, although, can't, why can't she? Oh, that's a question that I have for people who have like, been getting all these Megan Trainer jokes off. Why can't she be an advocate for social justice? Oh, I wasn't because doing a, it like that. Okay, because she's a white woman? No, it's just she doesn't make hip hop or R&B. Okay. I, I'm looking at it in terms of like, uh, although... You know what they're going to do? I mean, now we just need the Meek Mill Megan Trainer collabo, right? Well, he's, they, they he's, got a show coming up, the three of them together, I believe. No, they, I think they said three different dates where they're going to like perform or do something. Oh, I thought they were all together. No, I don't think so. It's not like Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve, like Jay Z's Jay-Z's Social <laughs> Justice, <laughs> Rock Nation Eve instead of Rockin' Eve. Rock Nation Eve, December twenty fourth. New, New Year's Rock, do you, yeah, Rock Nation New Year's Eve. Yeah, um, a very Rock Nation Christmas. A very Rock Nation Christmas. Yeah. Who's hosting that? Terrence J. Yeah. Yeah, Terrence J. Yeah, so, um, you know, this is the first news from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think my just, reaction... Just take a step back. You got it. I think I think the reaction of some other people was basically, okay, so um, just to be clear, they're going to sell us merch, and then the proceeds from the merch is going to go to fun stuff that the NFL said that they were going to help fund. Okay. And then additionally, some rock nation artists are going to play some shows in front of NFL fans before games at like outdoor, like you ever go to like a sports game, like a major sporting event. And they've got like this whole like fan fest thing set uh, up. And like a side, yeah. right. That's where like Meek Mill's going to be at a green Bay Packer game. He'll be at, he'll be at an Eagles game. No, 
I mean, I'm not, I was, I didn't pull that out of nowhere. No, he's not going to Green Bay, Wisconsin. Wisconsin? Hold in, up. In, in November? Oh, no, hold up. Nah. Megan Trainor is going to be in Green Bay. Trainer and Rhapsody. Oh, no, you were right. Yeah. And you. I was right. Okay. The three of them are performing. Okay. It's in Chicago. All three of them perform in Chicago? Chicago's Grant Park before the Bears play the Packers. Okay. Okay. Chicago's a safe, a safe, I mean, like city-wise, not in terms of like fanfare. I, I mean, Chicago's not bad. I mean, Chicago has issues, but Chicago, Grand Park is fine. I've been to Grand Park. Oh, oh I mean, by safe, I mean like, like they're not going to boo. Boo Meek Mill? Yeah. <laughs> no, he'll be all right. Yeah, they'll be all right. That's what I meant by safe. You think he brings out uh, like Young Chop or something? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. They're not. Well, I mean. That group really doesn't have the pull that they that I they know. used to. So, um, like yeah, Chief Keith. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so yeah, and uh, okay, so there's gonna be some <laughs> like Rhapsody will host an Inspire Change Speed Mentorship in which she and others will serve as mentors to 65 speed? young men and women. It's so like, like speed, speed dating, dating, speed mentorship. It's very easy to be cynical, but all that to say, so far what we're seeing is that, that's, some basic like PR stuff and that's, like that's where I'm that's where I'm drawing a line. You can't. You didn't draw a line that we're going to sell you merch and then we're going to take that merch. No, because no, because I turn water to a whale. I mean, this is the guy <laughs> who said that. Right. I think people are starting to realize that, like, yo, Jay's been telling us that he's selling us stuff since '96. Since '96, yeah. No, because I don't expect businesses. That's the number one rule of how the rich stay rich, right? That's what people tell me all the time. Yeah. Get somebody else to pay for it. So that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Speed mentorship is kind of like, like, come on, dog. Like, come on. You can't. It's like speed social work. Yeah. You can't build character in 60 seconds. Like, you can't give people the tools to lead other people in two minutes. You can't. You can't build character in 60 seconds. Is it? Like, it's a little bit of a bar right there. You could really get... It's not the bar of the weekend. Your wife has the bar of the weekend, but oh, I got the second verse. Oh, she, she, um, no, don't, then, oh, okay. No, don't give it away. No, I'm, I'm rapping. <laughs> no, you can say it. Go ahead. No, it's okay. It's okay. Um, so that's, that's it. Update on Jay-Z NFL. So I'll just say like, I, I don't know. It's exactly what I thought it was going to be. I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. People were like a little outraged online because I think people want to get outraged online, but also like, I don't know, what did people think that the NFL was really going to do? Absolutely. It's the NFL. It's the NFL. The NBA, I mean, no business is really, like, they're a business, what are they going to do? Like, they're going to advocate for change if they can make money off of it. Absolutely. Because that's, that's why businesses exist to make money. Absolutely. But you know, we have this weird relationship with capitalism in this country. We think that like, businesses are going to like, they're like our friends. Because they're on social media. We have capitalism very much intertwined with morality. And the two are mutually exclusive 99% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not rolling. That's what pissed me off. Like, I'm... Speed... Mentorship. Speed mentorship. Man. (laughs) All right. Anything else you want to say? No. Okay. (laughs) I'm disgusted. No. Let's talk about your man Push a Ton. Oh no, he's got two new songs. Well, we gotta have a conversation about Push, but let's let and we're gonna have that conversation right now. Uh, Sociopath, yep, and Coming Home with Lauren Hill, yep, both produced by Kanye West. I do believe both of these records leaked early online months ago. Oh yeah, 
I'm positive the Lauryn Hill record did. And then when Push put Sociopath out, I saw some language that said, I wanted you to hear this in its true form, which is rapper speak for this leaked before it got mixed. Um, from what I've seen, pretty positive response online. I've seen, I've seen, I haven't really seen any response to Sociopath. I've seen people respond to the Lauryn Hill record because it's a Lauryn Hill record. I read a review. It might have been, a, it was either like a, an, a review it was you know a post on either complex or vice i can't remember oh, it feels like complex sure because nah. you know complex loves pusher they do and vice loves the things that pusher raps about um th their point about the lauren hill record was this is why i think it's complex they they somehow framed it in the drake pusher thing because they said you know sure drake sampled lauren hill but Pusha got got her on a on a on a on a, on a, on a guest appearance, so and I'm just like, stupid. why are you carrying water? Yeah. For that's stupid. For a rap, like, what do you do? You owe him money? Does he owe you money? Like, I don't understand. Like, do you need him to do what? Like, what? Oh, he, come on, it, man. This come on. Like, what what Benzino and Dave Mays were doing? They just got caught. <laughs> um, are they were just not that they got caught? They were just obvious with it. They they were uh, they were Frank Lucas at the fight with the coat on. How do you feel about the, the songs? Neither one really does it for me. I think Sociopath is the better of the two. It is. I think it needs a drum switch up. It needs a melody. It needs something. It needs something. It's got. It's just. It's pretty bare bones and stripped down. The mm. the Lauren Hill record. For for a Kanye West Pusha T song, it's surprisingly boring. Yeah. Ooh. So he said. So he said he has. He's got an album coming out. Mm -hmm. He's got nine songs. Yeah. Are these two of the nine? Gotta be. We're in trouble. We're in deep trouble. Can we have this conversation now? Sure. Okay. Let me first say this about Sociopath. So when Pusha leaks random uh, singles, I immediately think of numbers on the boards, lunch money, and lunch money. Yeah. I'm the only person on the lunch money island. I like lunch money. A lot. You didn't like it when it came yes, out. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. I didn't love it, but I, I like lunch money. I fought you. We fought. We tussled on the floor. Tussled? <laughs> we, tussled. We, we rolled around on the floor, and First Lady broke us up. There was like a cloud of smoke. Yes. Like we were like animated. Was hands and feet, like a Heathcliff cartoon. Yes. <laughs> okay. 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 So okay. So we're the only ones on the on the lunch money island. Like, the sociopath i felt like was trying to like carry the tradition of those records where they're stripped down but then they they've also got like some weirdness to it oh what was the other record hgtv like very weird awkward abstract and pushes just like i mean even drug dealers anonymous is very stripped down very dark very on, uh, ominous but like bare bones but then it still has like the extra mm in there to make it dope Sociopath doesn't have that. So they correct. It, you've set up a standard for yourself with these Lucy's. Yeah. And Sociopath just doesn't do it. I'm thinking a a, a push a T record called Sociopath produced by Kanye West should be insane. It's not crazy at all. There we go. No, they're pretty they're pretty normal. Um with the exception maybe of uh, what would Meek do? I mean even maybe what Every other song on Daytona is better than these two. We got to have a conversation about Daytona. I'm pull up the track list right now. It aged like milk. 
And I think the Drake beef helped the narrative of the project. But dare I say, mm -hmm. it aged quickly, but people just didn't want to have that conversation because they wanted to cheer on Pusha. But go ahead and pull up the track listing so we can just, so I can, go ahead. If you know, you know. Still a great record. The Games We Play. Still a great record. Hard Piano. Eh. I, I like, it's, not, it's better than these two songs you just heard. Yes. Come Back Baby. No. Oh yeah, that's better than these two by far. I heard that, I heard that, actually I heard that this week. I went on a sociopath made me go on a push a T kick. I hate the hook. You hate comeback baby hook? Yeah. I hate the I hate the beat. The rest of the beat, really. But I like if you're gonna strip it down, like don't add like this blues record over like these. This this intro is fire. It's like, a great intro. I love that. I love how it's it's super big yeah. and it's just it's minimal. And then hold up. Now this Santeria, I feel some kind of way about this. I don't I don't like it. I actually just listened to hardcore this week. Yeah. First of all, I had no business listening to that album when I was 13 years old. I My had God. no business listening to that album at 34. Like, yeah. Crazy. How? But drugs? Beat is cr still crazy. Yeah. And Queen B. Still crazy. Like, to do that with that sample, to do this with that sample, super underwhelming. I like, I, I don't mind Santeria. What would Meek do? Mm. No. I mean,. I don't know what they were thinking. But infrared is hard. Yeah. Even in, like I would take infrared over any either of these two tracks. Now, Push's Push's album before that was Darkest Before Dawn? The Prelude? Is that right? It's Darkest Before yeah. Dawn, right? Yeah. So Untouchable. No. Nah. This isn't bad. It's not bad. I don't need. I don't. I never listened to it after the first verse. This is still hard. This is kind of hard. This is crunches across his casket. Yep. MPA. Oh yeah. Oh Terry's. What happened to him? Don't do that. Uh. One of our one of our listeners is a big fan of the project he put out earlier this year. It's the one where it's like a gazillion tracks or whatever. The sex tape? Yeah. I heard good things about it, but I don't want to hear Terrius sing about sex for three hours. <laughs> it's not happening. Yeah. Um, all right, so Pusha T. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, if he's got nine songs on this album and two of them are what we just heard. Mm -hmm. No. No. I don't know, man. No. Not a good look. I, um... Yeah. He could do way better. Like part of put, you were talking about the like the beats like like songs like Lunch Money, HGTV, Numbers mm -hmm. on the Boards. Like part of part of, one of his skills, and it has been for seventeen years now, mm -hmm. twenty years if you want to go back to um, the funeral, mm -hmm. which is ninety nine. Oh my god, twenty years of Push T. Um, wow, he can rap on beats that most other rappers cannot rap on. Yeah. What is the point?
unless it's really good. Yeah. What's the point of giving him a beat that you would give anybody else? Mm. Like it, you're wasting one of his one of the things that he can do really well. He can jump. He can find pockets and stuff. Like, yeah, he's the the weird beats he's wrapped on in his career are unbelievable. Yeah, I mean it's normal now, but the first time you heard. Um... Uh, 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 numbers on the boards. Oh, this is definitely like, yo, what is this? Numbers on the boards is phenomenal. Yes, it is. I, I mean, was, you know how I feel about Hell Hath No Fury. I was trying to find a Hell Hath No Fury beat to rhyme over for Snooze Button Five. Oh, like, no, 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 no. There, yeah, this was up there. This was up there. Oh. Man, push yeah. it. Yeah. No, there's some records on there. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, oh, I'm trying to think of... Hello, New World. No, it's, there's another one. Keys Open Doors. There's another one. Chinese New Year. There's another one. I mean, you don't like Trill. I love Trill. No, nah, I don't like Trill. Trill is bananas. No. Don't play this right here. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> This definitely sounds like your cat walked over. Is this it? Mr. Me Too is really underrated. Oh! Bro, you what? You didn't play play what? Mama, I'm so sorry. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I don't know how those hi hats are really loud. I don't care. That's a that's such a doc. That's a they're doc. so loud. I mean. I got a one of my one of my boys in uh in the military was a Panamanian. So he he used to oh do all those little intros. So all that all that is funny for me. So I'm not. I also I might be the only person who likes um, Dirty Money. Are you? I like Dirty Money. Okay. Anyway. Um, all right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I love how we uh, what time? How it's bro. We're, we're an hour fifty in, and we uh, still have three whole albums three to talk, talk about. about. Anything else you want to say about Pusha? Nah. We hope you enjoyed Side A of this week's episode. Please check out Side B at clockradiospeakers.com.